Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we read Parasha Lech Lecha and every year I say the same thing but I have to acknowledge it and um, Parasha Lech Lecha is a very special parasha for my family It was on this parasha on the year 2001 that my husband woke up on a Wednesday morning and he decided to become Shomer Shabbat uh, we hadn't even talked about this, I wasn't expecting this, I had made my home kosher the year before and on this Wednesday of 2001, it's, it's I guess it's 19 years already, he woke up and he says don't ask me why but I have this need, I have this urge and I have to become Shomer Shabbat. So that was a lech lecha for the family, little by little we all kept Shabbat, it took a few years till everybody fell into the groove but thanks to that Lech Lecha, that going to the place that Hashem was showing him our family was able to be where it is today so I want to acknowledge this, I want to say thank you to God to thank Him another year of giving us this beautiful gift of Shabbos of being able to live it and experience it and, and have it in our lives so thank you Hashem and also this is the fourth year of Live a Little Higher this is the parasha which Live a Little Higher began four years ago and so it's our anniversary too so thank you Hashem so this parasha is a beautiful parasha it has so many insights and I found from the book of the parasha of Rabbi Eisenberger, Rabbi Benjamin Eisenberger Schlitta, who is an incredible rabbi, he has such a beautiful insight. And he says that the Midrash describes a man who was traveling from a place to a place and along the way he approached a very big house and this big house had a lot of light that illuminated the whole street and uh, he, he looked at the house and said to himself, he asked himself is it possible that this house has an owner? such a strange question, like obviously if you look at a house and it's all lit up obviously it has an, an owner, you wouldn't even doubt it, right? so suddenly the owner of the house came out and he said, I am the owner of this house Anibal Habira, I am the owner of this house. So this is an allegory of Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu is the first Jew, is the first Yehudi. He, the, he was the Hebrew, which means that he was on the other side of the river. He was different from the rest of the world. And what does it mean that he was different from the rest of the world? It means that he came to a realization in his life that nobody else had come to that realization. He looked at the stars, he looked at the moon, he looked at the world, he looked at everything around him and he said this, this place has to have an owner. It cannot be ownerless, there has to be an owner. So we see here that he saw a great illuminated world which seemed to have no owner. What does this mean that the world seemed to not have an owner? And then Hashem appeared to Abraham Avinu and he said to him, Ani Bal Habira, I am the owner of the world. So we see that this Midrash, which is a famous Midrash, has a lot of questions. It has a lot of questions. We question ourselves, how can it be 
that there have been 20 generations from the creation of the world till Abraham Avinu. Nobody else thought that there was an owner of the world. There were great men before him. We had the we had the Hanoch, we had Mesushelach, we had Noah, we had Shem, and we had Ever. These were great spiritual people, and they had a connection to Hashem. So how can it be that Abraham was the first person that came with the idea that the world had to have an owner, that there was someone that owned the world? So. Abraham is called the Av Lemaminim, which means that the Muna that we possess today, the Bitahon, the, the trust in God and the Muna, the, the belief that God not only created the world, because faith is not only that God created the world, the Muna means that we believe that God created the world and Hashem runs it at every instant. He's not somewhere in a big, big palace up there, hidden from the world, and he has nothing to do with us. What emuna means is that Hashem is very involved in our lives. And before Abraham, nobody came to see God as someone that was a loving father, someone that was involved in every person's life. So we see that the nature of us having this in our DNA, this moon and the trust in God that we have, really comes in our DNA. It's part of us, but it was given to us by Abraham Avinu. So uh, Rabbi Meir uh, Hodosh explains that Abraham Avinu, he developed a unique perspective of the world, which had not previously been recognized. He came with a new and novel idea Sorry, that nobody else had ever seen or, or recognized. And he says that there was something that Abraham Avinu saw that the ones before him couldn't see. They, they couldn't see it. It was a merit he had. It was a sehut. It was a time of, 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 of the world in which this truth could come out. And the, even the tzaddikim before him had not acknowledged uh, this, this analogy of the house that was lit up. That the world is lit up. It's, it's lit up and it has an owner. So we see here that the, the analogy of the house to, to be as lit up means that the man that was walking and he saw this house that was illuminated, he realized that the house was not only illuminated to be illuminated within, that there should be light inside of the house. This house had such a light that it not only illuminated inside the house, but illuminated the street. It brought light to those who were walking outside the house. And this is what uh, Abraham came to observe of the world. He observed that Hashem created a world to illuminate it for us. This is the, pur the purpose of the world. Hashem created a beautiful, wonderful world for us so we can enjoy it. It was not for him, it was for us. So we observe houses that are for sale. We see that there's houses for rent. God forbid we see that, that there's a house in foreclosure, but nevertheless, each one of these houses has someone that owns it. It's either a person, a company, a bank. Someone is responsible for the house. So the answer says Rabbi Meir Hodosh, 
is that the midrash is not referring to a light of light bulbs it's not talking about light of light bulbs inside of the house this is not what the midrash is explaining to us but rather to a reflective light that illuminates the entire entire area which encompasses the house and what Abraham Avinu discovered that nobody else had been able to see was a house whose light was so great that it lit up our entire, the entire area and it radiated the light outside of the house. So in other words, what Abraham Avinu saw that nobody else was able to see, which Rabbi Meir Hodosh is trying to, to explain to us, is that the world was not created to give pleasure to God. This is not the, the meaning of the creation of the world. He wanted to dwell amongst us. He wanted a place to dwell. But in reality, he created the world out of kindness and he created it to, to give us light, to give us the experience of having pleasure and light. So, so we see here that Abraham Avinun says uh, Rabbi Meir Hodosh realized what no one before him had realized and the purpose of his house was not self-serving the house this house that he, this man in the Midrash saw that had all that light was not a house that was self-serving it was to help others and that's what Abraham Avinu realized that Hashem created the world not to self-serve himself but to give it to other people. So we see here that uh, we're talking about a light that lit up everything outside and there was no need for lampposts on that block, that the house gave to everything that it needed to be illuminated. So the owner of this house was not a selfish uh, owner. He did not need the light for his own benefit. He was, a lighting the, he was lighting the way for those who were outside and for those who traveled the road past the house. And this was an amazing to Abraham Avinu. This realization that Hashem created the world to give people a light and kindness was a huge realization. And this is something that the, 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 the Tzadikim, the greatest men that came before Abraham Avinu were not able to see. They didn't see this. They thought that Hashem created a world for his pleasure, for his sake, whatever, he went and he's not part of it anymore, he doesn't run it, he left it to mother nature, he left it to the forces of the universe, and it's, uh, people have to see how they're, they're gonna survive. So it seems that this house possessed no, 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 nothing for itself. It wasn't built for itself. It, only, it was only built to give light to the outside. So this house, of course, represents the world of Abraham Avinu. This is the way that he saw the world. This is the way that he perceived everything around him. He saw himself as this house. He saw himself as a person that came to this world to bring goodness to others. And that's the, the, the Hashem created the world through Hesed, through kindness. So we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem, who created the world for our sake, God created the world and had everything to lose. He had nothing to gain. Look at the world. He had nothing to gain. He had everything to, to lose. So what did he need this world for? Why did Hashem create the world? What is the whole purpose of it? So the entire world is there for us. And how could this be? 
says Rabbi Eisenberger. Where was this elusive owner? Where is Hashem? What's going on? And this was when God, who appeared to Abraham Avinu and explained, Olam Hesed Ibane, the world will be built from love. This is the way you build the world, through love, from love. And the main point of the world, the main point of our existence, of this creation, of, of, of the world being in existence, of our homes, of our possessions, of our, of our strengths, of our, of our talents, of everything that we have within ourselves and everything that is in the, in the spiritual realm and in the material realm, part of the world, uh, the whole point of this existence, of everything we have, is to illuminate everything else that's outside of ourselves. You know, I was reading this and I was like blown away. Like really, it touched my heart. It touches me to my deepest core. Because yes, we, are, we come here, we know we have to do mitzvot, we know we have to be kind people, we have to know that the, 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 the world is, runs through love, and we have, we, the, the whole Torah is about that, about mitzvot and kindness and love and hesed and love your fellow like yourself. But this concept that, that everything we have, everything we possess, everything, internal, external, everything, is to illuminate everything else that is outside of ourselves. I love that. I love that. And it is to benefit all those who are outside of our beings. And I've learned it through Hasidut about the ego and about being selfless and about being nullifying myself for the service of Hashem. But I don't know why this concept of Rabbi Eisenberger really resonates and, and it makes so much sense. You know, today I received the weirdest WhatsApp uh, phone call from South Africa. And I didn't answer the phone because, you know, we receive all these phone calls from everywhere in the world that are just like, uh, uh, they're trying to sell you something or steal from you. So I didn't answer. And so this person sent me a message and he said to me, um, can you please add me to your to the WhatsApp group? And he gave me the name of that at WhatsApp group. And uh, and uh, and I I said, wow, this is strange. And I answered back to him. I said, look, I'm part of that WhatsApp group, but I'm not the person in, in charge of this WhatsApp group. I live in Florida, and and I'm not the, the administrator. I'm just someone like you that is inside that I listen to to this shiurim every day. And he says, so what do I do? So, you know, I could have said to him, you know what, I don't know, uh, ask someone else, I live in Florida, or I could have just disregarded the message, I could have blocked the person, but you know what? No, I went to the WhatsApp group, I looked for the administrator, I copied and pasted the number, I sent it to him, and I said, this is the person you have to contact. I did the homework, I have no idea who this person is, he has no idea who I am. It's just two people communicating from two different sides of the world and, and, and there's kindness involved. There's kindness involved. So this is what Rabbi Eisenberger is saying, that then we need to be like God. He made us in his image. I will make a man in my image. This is the whole thing. And mahur rahum avatar rahum. Then we, we need to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We need to be like Hashem. 
we need to shine outside. We, whatever is here, it has to go out. It has to illuminate someone else. So when Abraham Avinu began to teach the purpose of Hesed, the purpose of kindness, of love and kindness, which this is the Midot, the character trait that personified Abraham Avinu, the continued existence of the world, he understood that a world created on a foundation of kindness, of love and kindness, with a purpose of kindness, of hesed, has to be a world in which acting with hesed is a constant reality under all circumstances. There, there's no reason not to be kind and loving. There's no reason. You can be going through a hardship, you can be having a hard time, you can be having a bad day, you can be in a bad mood, everything you want. But when an opportunity to do kindness comes your way, there's no excuse because this is the whole purpose of your existence. The whole purpose of your existence is to get out of yourself and go and do something for someone else. So this is what this beautiful explanation of the parasha is bringing to us. And it says when one reaches maturity on, 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 on one's... Um, on one's uh, understanding of life, then one has merit to be a guide to someone else, a mashpia. When one reaches maturity, one, one merits, one has merit to give of oneself. A person who has not reached maturity, what does maturity mean? Maturity means that it's a person that is able to control his, his, uh, his impulses. It's a person that's in charge and in control of his heart. That's, that's what maturity really means. You see a three-year-old, he wants a lollipop and the mother doesn't give it to him and he's going to make a, a scene. Why? Because he has no maturity. But imagine a grown-up, a 40, 50-year-old person, 30-year-old person, that someone tells him, no, I'm sorry, I cannot give you that, and the person starts screaming and, and doing a whole scene. That's a person that has no maturity. So in reality, what he's saying is that we merit to give of, of ourselves when we gain maturity. And, and says Rabbi Yerushem, so too in Ruchnius, in spiritual matters, if you reach completeness on any level, on any level, for example, you're able to control your anger or you're able to control your impatience or you're able to control uh, your mouth or your thoughts, any, any, any level, you will find in yourself the desire to give of yourself to others. When you're able to be complete, hopefully in every area of our lives, that's the whole purpose of, of our existence, that, that's why Hashem gives us a lot of chances, but if you're completing one area of your life, then you, you, are, you have the ability, you have the desire is awakened in you to be able to reach out to others. And, then, and any greatness we reach in any area of our life will give us the urge, the desire to share that light, to share the wealth, to share the talent, to share the wisdom, to share the insight, to share the emotions. And so that's the foundation, says Rabbi Yerushum, Yerushem of Abraham Avinu. That's, that's the foundation of him. That he was such a complete human being 
that he wanted to give to others. Abraham Avino reached this completeness and he became a gadol, a gadol, a great, great person. And the ability that we see in him was that he had that ability to nurture other people. We see that when he had the Brit Milan, and it was the third day of his uh, bris, which is a surgery, and if you do it when you're 100 years old, you can imagine, 99 years old, how painful that must have been. But we see that he had such an urge to give to others. He was so miserable because nobody, there was nobody around that he could do something for them that Hashem sent him the Malahim, the three angels disguised as men, so he could serve them and treat them and give them what they needed. So we see this. So because Abraham Avino was such a Baal Hesed, was such a person of kindness, that the, that's why we also have that within ourselves. It's in the DNA. You don't have to become a good person. You don't have to become a kind person. You are a good person and you're a kind person. You just need to reveal it. You need to bring it out because you are, this is who you are. This is in your DNA. It's your makeup. If you're not a kind person and you're, it's hard for you to be kind to other people, it means that, um, that you're not living up to who you really are. There's something going on there that it's not allowing you to be this kind and loving human being. But in reality, everybody has something to give. Everybody has something to share. Everybody has a smile to give someone every day. Everybody has a kind word for someone else. Everybody can grab a phone and give a, make a phone call to someone that they know are not doing well and listen to them and give them strength. We all have that ability. We all have that ability, but in reality, the only way in which we can do this is when we get out of ourselves, when we are not so into whatever is going on and we're looking outward of what can I do for someone else, regardless of my situation. So may Hashem bless us, may Hashem give us the blessing, the, 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 the merit to be able to be a light to the world, to be able to illuminate everything around us and in that way, others will be illuminated to be able to give to others too. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.